Welcome to season two of the Shekinah Meditation Podcast, created by community members and friends of Shekinah Garden in Pai, Thailand. Shekinah communities are dedicated to creating free devotional spaces of Christian practice for spiritual seekers and travelers around the world. We post Christ-centered guided meditation each week to help you in your personal or small group practice. You can find episode show notes and other information at shekinacommunity.com. friends, this is Ray. I'm sitting here with Ro at Shekinah Garden on a beautiful day and we're sitting under a tree on a mat on the grass because it's so beautiful out today. And it is season two, episode 80 of the podcast. As always, our patrons are supporting this podcast. Thank you. We're raising money to keep our community running and your patronage is part of the way that we do that. You can find us at patreon.com slash Shekinah Meditation Podcast and support us there if you are interested. Hmm. And another way you can support us is by rating or reviewing us on iTunes or by sharing in some other way. So that one might be on Instagram. It might be in any, any socials that you use. You might want to send the podcast along in an email to somebody. You might want to tell somebody about it, however it is. It really helps us when you support it because then we know that you appreciate that we put this podcast into the world. Mm. So thank you so much. Today's episode is Electio Divina meditation on John 1 verses 1 to 5 and verse 8 through 14 and John 8 verse 12 with Mary. Mary will offer some exercises to help us all find quiet readiness for our meditation time and then guide us through the verses with plenty of space for your own contemplation. And then third of all, we recommend that you spend some time processing your meditation. If you're listening with others and meditating together, you could take some time to go around the circle and let each person have the opportunity to share mm-hmm. something from what they experienced in the meditation, yep. listening well to each person. And if you're listening by yourself, you might take a little bit of time to do some journaling drawing, go for a little walk and do a voice recording, um, paint a picture, dance a dance, whatever way helps you sort of process things and kind of keep some of the essence of the meditation with you onward into your day. Yeah, it helps you remember and um, anytime you process something by by bringing it a little farther in makes you, helps you remember and bring it into the rest of your life. Mm. So let's begin. Welcome to this meditation. Um, and this meditation is, as many of you know, they're really being centered in just being in the presence of God, the divine. God who, yeah, is the creator. God who decided to meet us in human form. And as we are slowly entering into this, yeah, Advent Christmas, 
where it's we are celebrating the light of the world, the light which has come into the world as Jesus, Jesus the light. And so in this, like being in the presence of the divine, God, Jesus, the light, the Holy Spirit, which is the divine spirit and loves to um, take home in us and kind of fill us completely, which is, yeah, when we trust. So, yeah, welcome to this time of sitting in this presence of God. And I just love this name Shefina or Shesina, Shekina. That's also how we chose the name Shekina. Um, because the meaning of it is Shekina describes the presence or the dwelling or the making home of God in a place. And this is our wish or my wish that the presence of God makes home, not only in the space, but really in our heart space. My wish for this meditation is also to see clearer, to see through, to see deeper. Where light is, things become more visible in a different light. Before we have seen things, but with this light we see things different. The meditation I will guide into has three parts. It's a preparation to enter into stillness, just to arrive in the place. And the second part is words from this incredible book, which is often a mystery to me, but in many times things just kind of drop into my being and I suddenly understand and I am always aware also that I do need the divine spirit to explain things to me because with my own mind, I cannot grab it. So words from this special book, the Bible, words today from John, we will contemplate on. John was a lover of Jesus. He met him when he was alive. He was sitting with him. He was walking with him. He was touring with him. He was on the pilgrimage with him. And also one quote of Jesus himself. So I like to kind of combine things together. So we'll have words of Paul speaking very philosophically and using a word in his writing, which um, he uses the word in Greek, which is called logos. And it's translated in the Bible as often as word. And John had a purpose to use this word logos. And before I start into reading this portion where we will just allow the words to sink in, to feel them, to taste them, to steer something up in us or to comfort us, I just want to give a little uh, word explanation of logos. Logos in the Greek was used also in the philosophy and also in theology. And logos is, means word, the spoken word, the written word, <laughs> but it also means logic, reason, sense. So when they would use this word logos, it was more than just using words, it was describing a concept or making sense of something which they wanted to explain. So with this in mind, and I will also read the scripture, not with the word word, but with the word logos today. 
So, yeah, just as a little introduction. And then the third part is the possibility to share. Yeah, let's just enter into this meditation. It's called Divine Reading, as it is simply words which can wash over us and enter into us and just feel what it does to you this morning. Divine words. Even the word of God, and when that was used, was often a description for God. Word of God, God. Find a comfortable position. It's not about sitting in one posture. If you want, you can lay down or you can stand up. If you, feel, if you feel that kind of moving your body during this time, take deep breaths in your own rhythm. Or much more, just be aware of your breath as you sit here. And if you want, you can close your eyes and keep them open. Look at light or kind of just close and um, let light arise inside of you. So breathe in and out in your own rhythm. Just be aware how really when the breath enters in, how it enters into your body deep down and how it, yeah, gives this where there's a break and then the breath enters out again. Breath is such a natural, it's just natural, it just happens. It's a gift of life. What a gift. feel like as you sit there is still some tension in your body, just either loosen that part, move, find a better position, see how you feel kind of from, from your face, muscles, 
relax, let them just re try to let them just relax into breathing also. And see where there's tension in the body, knees a little bit. Keep on breathing. There's a lot of different sounds around us. Take a moment to just listen. Oops. Yeah, with the senses you've been given this listening. What does the sound produce in your body? Does it produce tension or does it produce calmness? Take a moment to Stop, serve, and listen. Yes. You might find one sound which is very gentle and calming to hear. And in case other sounds start to distract, just come back to that one sound. <laughs> okay. And what a gift that big sound has stopped. We are here together, just being in the Divine Presence. In stillness, often the mind starts to journey. Thoughts arise. Distraction, plans for the day, talks you had, triggers. It all belongs to you and belongs to me. And it's not about to deny it. Yet I invite us to, for this next 30 to 40 minutes, to, yeah, to observe each thought and then if you want to use this image to take your thought into your hand what kind of story with this thought or this feeling or this trigger be is it heavy is it light what color does it have and then place the stone into a pure stream just running past past you Cost of you, it's running beside you, and lay that stone into this clear water as an image of.
God's purity, God's clarity washing over, maybe even transforming and healing. Let this clear water, the love of God, just flow over whatever you put down there. So take a moment to see what's going on, observe, take it into your hands. What shape, what color, weight. And if you want to express this, maybe even emptying your mind and having hold it in your hands and placing it into the water, and if you want, open your hands as also a sign of emptiness, empty hands, empty mind. ready to receive, to be filled. God the Creator, the Divine, loves to fill and splash and just uh, give in abundance. I will read words from the living book. Words of John and one quote of Jesus. Just allow these words to wash over you. Feel them, chew them, sense them. Allow images coming up. If one word or one sentence captures you, just stay there. Logos means reason, sense, logic. And I will read the whole passage, give it some time, and then we'll have little portions to really taste. There will be two minutes of silence in between and then the next portion will be given. And in the end I will repeat the full passage again. In the beginning, the Logos already existed. The Logos was with God and the Logos was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him. The Logos gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought life to everyone. 
The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming in the world. He came into the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, they rejected him. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. So the Word became flesh, human, and made his home among us. She was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. In the beginning, the Logos already existed. The Logos was with God. And the Logos was God. In the beginning, the Logos already existed. The Logos was with God, and the Logos was God.
He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through Him. The Logos gave life to everything that was created and his life brought life to everyone. The Logos gave life to everything that was created and his life brought life to everyone.
the light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world.
He came into the world. He created. But the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, but they rejected him. He came into the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, but they rejected him. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with the physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. But to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God.
Fun. So the word became flesh. So the logos, sorry. So the logos became flesh, human, and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. So the logos became flesh, human, and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. Thank you. 
Words of Jesus, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Jesus' words, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. I will read the passage one more time. Stay with the emotions, maybe questions, or with one word which touched you. 
Let these words wash one more time over you and see what happens. In the beginning, the Logos already existed. The Logos was with God and the Logos was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him. The Logos gave life to everything that was created and his life brought life to everyone. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming in the world, into the world. He came into the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, but they rejected him. But to all who believed him, and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. So the Logos became flesh, human, and made his home, his dwelling among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. Jesus' words, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Thank you for joining today. There will be a new guided meditation available each week, so don't forget to subscribe to iTunes or sign up for our newsletter to get podcasts delivered to your inbox at www.shakinacommunity.com forward slash podcast newsletter. Also, you can rate or review on iTunes or sign up as a patron at patreon.com forward slash Shakina Meditation Podcast. Have a beautiful week. Many blessings to you.